0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Orchard Park Libraries In Good Health podcast. With me today, as always, is the one and only Sharon. Hello, Sharon. Hi, everyone. <laughs> Sharon, so we are moving into part two of our three-parter when it comes to mental health and cognitive um, uh, health. Uh, last week, we spent a lot of time talking about uh, dementia, Alzheimer's, all under the umbrella term of, you know, brain inflammation, cognitive inflammation, brain fog, and ways that our diet, you know, our guts, how those things are connected to our brain um, in ways that are unique from other systems inside the body, this very um, intimate relationship that is shared between the, you know, um, digestive immune system and our cognitive, you know, neurological system. Very, very interesting. We could do a whole series on that. Yeah. Um, but today we're going to talk about something that we kind of mentioned briefly uh, last time, and that is when it comes to our the digital world that we live in, and the amount of exposure we are now facing when it comes to uh, the digital world uh, computers, and with that, the you know controversial stance. Uh, possibly you might feel when it comes to the amount of uh, whether it be blue light that comes from our screens or in this case we're talking about radiation and uh, a a, a multitude of other things that come right um, from being exposed to so many of these new wireless you know 5g um, and so we're gonna get some clarification um, you know, I have information here from the National Cancer Institute. I have things here from the I- NIH, um, but I also have um, some other studies that are um, more natural based of how we can look at ways. Because what brought this up for me was an article that I found um, from the New York Times that talked about how much kids in particular, whose brains are still developing, okay, so that's very important when we look at this data, that um, with the shutdown, the first shutdown, (laughs) um, kids, you know, schools were closed, and kids had to adapt to learning almost uh, 100% um, online for a year, Um, and we've talked about the mental strain that that has put on kids. Um, but cognitively, you know, it's worth looking into this information. So getting started, I just wanted to say that, um, there are, um, there are frequencies, um, when it comes to the radiation levels that come from things like cell phones or wireless devices. Okay. So those are the two big things when we're talking about, you know, uh, concerns with kids we know that now um kids spend much more time on their phones than i mean i know i i when i was you know of a certain age i didn't have a cell phone you know i'm old enough well, we to <laughs> I, because i'm way older than you are yeah, then- right
1: So most with the time, I remember the first type of communication was a beeper that you wore on your Yeah, head. yeah, exactly, your, exactly. Your uh, belt. Um, did you realize, I don't know if you were going to bring this up, mm. but I was shocked when I looked at the average amount of hours per day that people
0: spend on the phone oh. or TV
1: or computer. Oh, my gosh. It's 11 hours a day. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's an yeah. average. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I was not going to mention that, but thank you for mentioning that. Um, would, that's frightening. It's, it's insane. I actually get a notification once a week from my phone telling me yeah. how much time I've spent on my phone or my you know electronic device, let's say, right? Right. Um, and I'll tell up you. Up or down? Oh, listen. <laughs> during the shutdown, right, what my number was and what it was during shutdown, goodness gracious, I think it yeah. went up. It went up. Okay. Too, I'm to admit, oh, I'm I'm gonna do it well. just to shame myself. But mine went up during the shutdown. You know, the average was 83. Wow. So that's a lot, that's a lot. <laughs> but you know, most of us were working from home. That's true. Um, and we were just in front of our computer screens more, right? Mm-hmm.
1: And we were exploring on our phones more.
0: You know, everything like. You oh, said. We, you know, we were it all was learning. A yeah. Situation. Right. 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 So now I could go over, um, and I was hemming and hawing about whether or not to, but I think just in summation, I just wanted to go over some of the data that it is summarized through, I have, you know, been researching through the National Cancer Institute, the NIH, uh, and, you know, studies that can be dated to, let's say, uh, 1996. They looked at various levels of radiation that came from the use of cell phones or, you know, in in our cases now, wireless devices. So 2G, 3G, 4G, okay? When it comes to adults, you know, the studies have shown, although, you know, science is an ever-evolving thing, that there isn't an innate risk that concerns us as adults when it comes to the exposure to this kind of, um, uh, you know, soft radiation that comes from our cell phones or from wireless towers or from our wireless motors or, or whatever. The concern that, um, I think is worth mentioning, however, is when it comes to kids, because for adults, you know, our, our, you know, our, our sense of growing as, 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 you know, biological human beings are, you know, relatively set in stone once we get to a certain age. But these school-age kids, you know, their brains are still developing. And without, you know, scaring people when it comes to, oh my gosh, you know, I'm, I'm sitting in front of my, my iPad and I'm going to get a, a brain tumor. We're not, we are definitely not saying that. But still, the amount of time that we, and especially children, are, you know, put our, in front of these things, it's not to say that they're not, you know, not being exposed to these levels of radiation. And there is, you know, room for debate when it comes to now 5G, right, and the um, expansion of what that means when it comes to our wireless world, right? Well,
1: there's also the whole other thing, and I'm going to be sorry, I don't know what this uh, the letters mean, but I know it was DSM-5.
0: Mm. It's order that that um,
1: University of Pennsylvania... I don't remember what year it was. Did a study, and they were the first one that did the study on the effects. Mm. And it was showing that children um, become more aggressive
0: mm. because mm-hmm. they
1: are exposed to so much. You know, a lot these violent games that they play. Oh um, sure,
0: yeah, mm-hmm.
1: and stuff. And so there is actually a disorder now labeling that. Yeah, which is frightening when you think about that as well, because you know. Not only what you're saying, the physical mm. part of it, mm-hmm. but there's also a huge emotional part
0: of it. Oh, sure, yeah. And let's even talk about, Sharon, um, you know, children and adults, what it's done to our attention span, the amount of technology that's in front of us. I cannot tell it you, and I'm. destroyed the family. I, I oh. really bothered when I see parents out to dinner mm. with their children, mm-hmm. and everybody has ordered, and they're all looking at their phones yeah. before the food comes. That's and, right. That's frightening. I'm not going to name, name Sharon, but certain family members of mine. And if you're listening, you know who you are. <laughs> um, but you, you can be watching a movie with family members. And I would say, you know, four out of five are on their phones while also watching this movie. And I'm thinking to myself, now, are you... On your phone or, or are you watching this movie, right? That's right. my argument that I keep making. There's the engagement. And yes, and they say to me, oh, I'm, I'm on both, right? But <laughs> your eyes are in your phone. <laughs> so, right. you know, what, cognitively, which one are you more invested in, right? Exactly. And, I, I mean, it goes to show, like, can we sit through – I mean, this is a trite example that I'm giving. But can we sit through a film now, you know, say two, two two and a half hours? I mean, they, they, to their credit, they're getting longer. But, uh, you know, we can't do that anymore. No. Yeah. So, families don't watch movies together. No. When I no. was young, you popped your popcorn and everybody sat down right. and watched a movie together. Right, right, right. So, like what you're saying, Sharon, is there's... There is both this this physical um, awareness that I think is worth mentioning when it comes to our, you know, I mean, dependency on technology. Absolutely. And the emotional aspect of that that comes with it, too. So looking forward, if, God forbid, we are faced with, you know, another shutdown, I think it is important that we just bring awareness to ourselves and to our young ones, you know, just That's how cool. much? Just how much time? How much are you investing in uh, technology that you know can be both physically and emotionally um, detrimental for our healths? Right.
1: And it's important to examine that because it's the investment of yourself. Yes. It's how much you are investing in yourself and, and how you want. You know, your body to react.
0: Yes, yes. And again, we're not saying we're we're going to be putting on tinfoil hats and avoiding our, the computers and whatnot. But you, I mean, most of us can't admit, right, that. I'm sorry. I just had a visual. No, yeah. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Coming soon. Coming soon to the library to hands. But, um, you know, headaches. We, I'm sure we have all been there where if we're staring at the screen for too long. Yeah. You know, you're going to get a headache. I It happens to me all the time, you know, and I there are various, you know, blue light glasses that we can wear to, you know, dilute that. But you know what? I think there's a point to be made for just we've talked about this a lot. I mean, going outside, getting some fresh air, turning off the computer, unplugging our iPads, right? Turning yeah. off our phones, Um, I've made it a point of trying to go the weekend without trying to be on my phone or the internet. It's, it's hard sometimes, you know, when things are happening in the world, but, um, when it does work and I'm able to spend 48 hours off of any kind of electronic device, goodness gracious, come Monday, I really do feel the difference, you know? Right.
1: Well, I think I've, I know I've told you, I gave up watching tv in 2002 yes what a difference it made in my life at the very first couple of months it seems strange Mm. but i chose to do it in the summer so you know at that time you're busier anyway and you're out doing more Mm -hmm. so when it came back to winter i had already started Making that adjustment, and it was a little difficult. I had the urge, you know, way back when, to mm. go run, turn something on. Mm. But it really opens up a whole other world for you because, you know, you you visit friends more, you uh, plan trips more, you take more walks. Mm-hmm. You know, you can take on a hobby. I mean, it's endless the amount of things that replace that. And you'll find after a while you don't even miss it. You
0: don't even think about it. You're absolutely right. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna follow suit with you. I think. um I mean, truthfully, there's not much that I'm watching on on television, so I don't really need it. So I might I might give it a shot. Maybe uh, trying to follow suit and see what it's like to be without you know that sort of uh, need. Anyway. So Another of entertainment yeah, that you yeah. can create your own entertainment. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So in in closing, I think I just want to read you know three or four helpful hints, tips that we can give our family when it comes to um, you know. Looking at the computer world um, That might be helpful Number one is um, Use a headset or a speakerphone So you don't need to hold your phone Against your head for long really periods like of you. time Because when you are Having your phone for I mean if you're having a conversation That's going to be lasting for more than an hour I mean you can feel it, your phone heats up right? You You might get a headache from something like that so if you think you're going to be in a situation where you're going to be on the phone for longer than 50-60 you know, minutes, try to keep it you know, on speakerphone or try to hold it away from your head. Um, keep your phone, your tablet, and other wireless devices away from your body even when they're not in use. Don't keep your phone in your pocket, tucked into your clothes, or on your lap for long periods of time. Uh, Sharon, I know I was telling you the other day, I might have even mentioned on the podcast uh, last week that, you know, I was in a habit of, you know, falling asleep to something on my iPad. But then I would wake up, I would tuck it under my pillow and be like, oh, that's it's fine. But it was <laughs> under my pillow. Yeah, so sorry. so now, trust you me, I do not do that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I leave mine in the kitchen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, keep devices in airplane mode when you can. Ask your kids to keep their devices in airplane mode when they're playing games or when they are in class. And then finally, make sure you have strong service because fewer bars equals more radiation that comes from those devices. So since your phone has to work harder to broadcast its signal, um, try using Wi-Fi that you have to connect to instead of your cell signal if it's weak. Um, That's great. So again, Less bars means that your phone is working extra hard um, to get that signal for you. So, uh, you know, it, most places we go to now, they, they do have wireless, um, so that's great. Um, but, you know, just ma- looking for a stronger service is, is good for those devices. So um, that's pretty much it. Um, Next week, we haven't even talked about this a lot, Sharon, but next week we are going to imagine a world where we are completely (laughs) um, unplugged for a moment in time. And uh, concluding our um, mental health series, we are going to talk about joyfulness. Sharon is a huge exemplar of what that means. And I've looked at some ways that we can cultivate that in ourselves that does not require the use of any of, um, you know, these computer things. I mean, you certainly could, but um, things like journaling, things like um, reaching out to others, writing letters to other people. And again, these are things that Sharon has brought up before when we've talked about gratitude, Um, but joyfulness and spreading joyfulness and finding joy within ourselves it just as a mode of positivity is a great cognitive tool for betterment in ourselves. And I'm sure in the coming weeks and months, this will be a great resource to tap into for ourselves. So as always, yes. I want to thank you guys so much for listening in. Sharon can do without you. You're one in a million. Thank you so guys. So, you. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> thank you. Thank you guys for listening. We'll see you guys next week on the orchard park libraries in good health podcast. Thank you and take care.